I am not going to ask what kind of underwear you guys are wearing because um, whatever it is, it's not as good as Mack Weldon unless it is actually Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. Uh, I can't tell you how easy it was to shop there and uh, good customer service experience. So go there now and get yourself some stuff. Mack Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you have ever worn. They have a line of silver underwear. Can you believe that? And shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which is what you want. You don't want the microbes, if you were wondering. They want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it. And if you don't like your first pair, you're crazy, and they will just simply refund you. No questions asked. Not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, shirts look good, they perform well too. It's good for working out, good for going out, good for going on dates, good for everyday life. Whatever you're doing, Mack Weldon is for you. So go to MacWeldon.com. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. Com spelled the normal way. And get 20% off using promo code REBOUND. So, we have no Lex today. REBOUND. No yeah. Oh. Oh, who's this? <laughs> A new challenger is entered. <laughs> A stranger enters. <laughs> this is the darkest timeline. Hello, is this where you register for classes? Uh, we have Albert McMurray with us today. I'm just going to stop because I keep... I'm just going to stop <laughs> everything. You're going to stop everything? And you know what? I'm we just, just going to listen. <laughs> just try and learn? Yes. Well, no. There's, there's a lot to learn. That, open your ears, but also open your mind. Mm. Pl- no, close that mind. Close yeah, the mind. Yep, close it. Yep, <laughs> Too late. Done. Oh. Closed. How do you guys? So, uh, how do you guys feel about some uh, cheap adapters? What, what's your feeling on cheap adapters? Ooh. Like super cheap. I, I would say they're better than expensive adapters. Knockoff adapters. That's. <laughs> well, we I was talking? thinking more the uh, the Apple's discounted adapters. Oh, mm, uh, I know it's very exciting. This is the kind of quality content <laughs> we bring to this show. You're gonna. Mm. <laughs> So <laughs> we're going to lead with we're leading with okay. that. We're, I, it's slow week. All right. Slow week. All right. Excitement. Well, OK. Yeah, it's think... the week. It's the week after the week after the announcements. Uh, yeah. So. Everyone knows that just crap happens that week. Yeah. Uh, do you think Apple's regretting only putting one type of port on its new MacBook Pros? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> soon. <laughs> and for the rest of its life. I don't know. I mean, it seems like they're, they said they were selling okay. So I believe they said they were selling like hotcakes. Well, not that literally, but they didn't they say it was like the best, most pre orders for a, like a Mac ever. That's what they said. Yeah. I always wonder what... when they say that kind of stuff like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. No one's ever ordered this MacBook Pro more. Like, where are the, where are the asterisks? <laughs> right. Well, you'll never know. I guess I won't because they're certainly not going to tell us in their next financial call. No, I don't think that's going to come up. Uh, but um, I, I may actually be ordering one sometime in the near future. Are you going to order a bunch of cheap adapters? Well, I'm going to order probably at least one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything that's USB-C, so you will soon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need, uh, I'm gonna need an adapter for the stuff that I have. I think I said the last time. And the only things, the only two things that I plug into this laptop that I have here are this microphone. And then a backup hard drive. And those two turntables, so. understandably. And the, and the microphone, yes. 
Um, well, but so, I'm, I'm interested in this move that they did where they dropped the prices of all their USB-C and Thunderbolt 3 adapters, as well as some accessories um, on a Friday afternoon, which is always a great time to release news, um, mm-hmm. as well as, I mean, some pretty substantial discounts on a couple of these things, including those LG monitors that they announced during the event. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Because those went down from, uh, one of them went down from 1300 to 974 like, and the other one went down... Or to from seven hundred to five twenty four, so you can get like a four K display for like five hundred bucks, which is like a reasonable price. <laughs> I mean, which is to say, for coming from the you know the old Apple displays, which were always incredibly overpriced, beautiful but incredibly overpriced, these seem like they might actually be competitive now. That's great because yeah. it's been a long time since Apple's updated displays. Um, they're gone now, right? Yeah, they've they've trashed them. They're yeah. they're done. Yeah, they don't even sell them anymore. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> see what I mean. So, hence, <laughs> did, so see what I mean, right? Yeah, well, well played. Uh, is that mean the Mac the Mac Pro is the next on the chopping block because it hasn't been updated in a while either? Oh my gosh, isn't that sad though? Apple without a a a, a, a top top end machine, it just feels yeah. weird not having a yeah, pro that's, machine. That's been a hot topic mm-hmm. this week, right? Hot topic. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's our that's our little jingle for introducing hot topics on the show. Hot for introducing hot topics, sure. Uh, yeah, it does seem like they um, they either need to they they need to do something there. Um, yeah, you either, you gotta suggest- say, you either gotta say it's dead, or you gotta you gotta chip. Yeah, something. you either they- gotta you either gotta shit or get off the MacBook Pro, the Mac Pro <laughs> yeah. that's shaped like a toilet. Oh no, <laughs> sorry, no, no, sorry, sorry. Maybe they'll make an no, adapter. No, sorry, it'll convert your MacBook Pro into a <laughs> Mac Pro. Yeah, you just slot it in right there, and, and yeah, got like it's just a, a giant squirrel cage fan. You know, just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it turns out that a MacBook Pro can achieve Mac Pro speeds if you just don't worry about it melting. <laughs> just one but big it seems like it shouldn't have been terribly hard to just stick some new processors in some of these machines and ship them. Um, yeah, because that's know, so how computers work, the, John. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I hear Phil you made some computers. You know how this works. I hear Phil Schiller inserts the, every processor into each Mac Pro by hand. That's why it's assembled in America. <laughs> And that's why there's such a backlog. Yeah, it takes a long time, guys. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. a busy man. He's uh, saving the app store. Schiller uh, does all the soldering himself. You know, he likes to, he likes to get his hands dirty. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it does seem like it would be wrong to not have a high-end Mac. Um, but, you know, but at the end, I mean, they didn't update the iMac either this year. Right. True. And it's, it's the, I think it's the first year since the iMac has shipped they have not updated it what like the, since that, the right? iMac shipped in like 1998 or like yeah really yeah yeah i went back and looked at the spec page and it seemed like there was a new one every single year like you can count back even if it was just speed bumped even if it was yeah just speed bump right you did research there's is that new, what you're saying a new model i did i did <laughs> can you I, was, I was not prepared for this <laughs> I need to step up. I just woke up, guys. <laughs> yeah, ease us in here, John. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to shock you so early. Um, well, I mean... It, so I, I, I find know, that, you yeah. know, I mean, it, it, you you could reasonably complain that they are neglecting their desktop. <laughs> well, the desktop market desktop is obviously Max. much, much smaller than the laptop market, I would say. 
right? Sure, clearly. People update stuff less frequently. John, you and I both have old iMacs. I know yours is older and more decrepit, especially recently. Yeah, we can talk about that too. John, you um, have an iMac? Yes, a paperweight. <laughs> it's, I do now. Yeah, right. It's a paperweight pretty much. Well, it is, still is works. Is it the Sunflower iMac? <laughs> uh, no, I, have a, I do have an old um, um, lime green one yeah, as well, but um, I have it. I had a 2007, which was, I like, guess, the first aluminum one um, that I've had as my media server, like serving up TV shows and whatnot for the Apple TV. And um, the screen the screen had been sort of flickering for a couple months and finally went out on Friday. So, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Shit, man. So you, I, uh, you got ghosts. But I can... But, but I have a, uh, right now I'm using an old iBook, like a 2005 iBook to uh, screen share into it. So it Now, John, it not, still a, works, not everybody is not obviously, the... not all of our listeners have been to your house. So what they don't know is that your house is made of vintage Macs, just sort of cobbled together Macs. into exactly. like a, a lean tube. And That's iOS right. devices and iPods. Oh yeah, let's not yes. forget those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Thank, and you. Adapters. Thank you. Thank you adapters everywhere adapters please, are the glue that please. hold that house together <laughs> please i'm blushing i'm blushing uh it was very yeah, sad no, when true. your poodle knocked over your house that was just tragic <laughs> i like how you use the apple keyboards as molding mm-hmm. yeah it's a nice design a uh, little touch there mm-hmm. i will say albert's albert's house is uh, is no slack either well, oh, wow. um, he still he still wow. won't give me that G five. Let's not get um, let's not get personal here, okay? That I've been dying dying to get my hands on. <laughs> yeah, you still want that? <laughs> are, are, do you, have, have you you've met me, right? <laughs> he badly he badly needs to grate some Parmesan cheese. You yeah, know, no yeah. See, that's the problem. <laughs> grate and just, melt. It really is such a beautiful computer. Um, yeah, see, that's why. Even that's though why it doesn't have a video card. I mean. Right. That makes two Macs of his that can't display video. <laughs> I already have experience with this. I have to use screen sharing to get Yeah, so I just it. checked I just checked that iMac page and I am corrected. Every single year there's a there's a model. Wow. I um, all the way back to nineteen ninety-eight. I trust you, John. And speaking oh. of trust, you know who else I trust? <laughs> Casper. I'm gonna find out. Casper. It's a sleep brand that created one perfect mattress sold directly to consumers. <laughs> eliminating commission-driven inflated prices its award-winning sleep service was developed in-house as a sleek design is delivered in a small how did they do that sized box in addition to the mattress casper casper also offers an adaptive pillow and soft breathable sheets not breathing sheets that would be weird (laughs) um there's a lot of reasons obviously to trust casper and to believe in casper among them are the in-house team of engineers who spent thousands of hours developing it it combines springy latex and supportive memory phones for a sleep surface that's got just the right sink and just the right bounce. And it's breathable design sleep school to help you regulate your temperature through those hot nights. And there's the benefit of cost savings. Mattresses can also often cost well over $1,500, but Casper mattresses cost $500 for a twin-size mattress, $750 for a full, $850 for a queen, and $950 for a king. And best of all, buying a Casper mattress is completely risk-free. They offer free delivery and free returns with a 100-night home trial, even if your home is made entirely out of old Macs and iOS devices. If you don't love your mattress, Casper will pick it up and refund you everything. They understand the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit, especially considering you're going to spend a third of your life on it. Time Magazine named the Casper one of the best inventions of 2015. It's made in America, and there's free shipping and returns to both the U.S. and our friends in the North and Canada. 
And for listeners of The Rebound, we have a special offer. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash rebound and using offer code rebound. Terms and conditions do apply. Thank you so much to Casper for sponsoring this week's episode of The Rebound. John, hot did you want to say something? Uh, hot nights. Yes. That's yeah. right. The hot nights. <laughs> hot nights, cool mattresses. That's that's the name um, of my upcoming noir novel. Yeah. It's um, fortuitous to have Albert on the show today because um, Albert used to work for a uh, an Apple cloner ah, years yes. ago. Way back when. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, Clones? And our pal Craig Hockenberry has an article up suggesting that maybe what Apple should do if they don't want to update the Mac Pro is um, partner with somebody else and have them update the Mac Pro. And not not in like a you know open licensing kind of thing, but in a direct sort of, you're, you're making this thing for us. I always, I'm always own. skeptical of relationships with an open licensing agreement. I mean, <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> See as other as computer manufacturers be. on the side. Right. I, yeah. I think we should see other manufacturers. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I'm skeptical about that. That, that I, idea. I don't think it'll happen. But it's not. No, I don't think it would happen. Was, but I'm not sure that I would want that. I don't know. I mean, it, it, they've made a lot of partnerships recently with like Apple's made a lot of partnerships with specific companies, including IBM, like on software fronts. And they've with this LG partnership, they've clearly shown that they're willing to work with other hardware vendors to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah. I can see why they wouldn't. Obviously, they don't want to open the floodgates. But if you know, in the past, they've also done stuff like um, they've worked. Haven't they worked with the RAID companies making like RAID storage arrays to yeah, work? You know, they, to optimize they used them. Used to make their own RAIDs, the XServe RAID, and then basically discontinued that. And now that was, and I think their biggest supplier was Promise Technology. Mm-hmm. But even then, it was it was it was less a manufacturing partnership. It was just another company that made raids that Apple preferred. So they yeah. they got like the blessing. Yeah, kinda. Sort of. Like, I mean, like this Lenovo or the um no not Lenovo like the um the monitor thing the LG. I thought they were yeah. working closer with LG here, but maybe that was just. I mean, maybe it's also just not known how closely they work together. Yeah, I think it's not necessarily, but. I don't know. I mean, I suppose if the option is not having a Mac Pro at all, it might be better. But I'm not sure exactly why that's the the only other option. I don't know. It just feels <laughs> that that feels counter to modern Apple, which is you know we control the whole widget. And even though you could make that argument about the displays, I think displays are obviously peripherals, right? So everything yeah. that they've licensed out, those RAID units and everything, are are just peripheral to the Mac itself. So I can't. I just can't see especially with current leadership going, yeah, let's get rid of the Mac Pro and hand it over, hand that business over to somebody else. It just seems weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen either, but, um, and I'm not, yeah, and again, I just don't, I don't, I can't picture anybody else making one as well as Apple would make it. Yeah, that's true. That's the, I think that's the real problem for me. During the (laughs) clone days, there was, it was all crap. I'll I'll proudly say that. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we bought our cases, you know, if all of us bought our cases from the same places, you know, um, and these were just pretty much generic PC cases. Um, we were either getting our motherboards from IBM or Motorola, and they were the same right. thing that Apple was putting into their, what was it, 7200, I think it was. 
Sounds about right. Um, one of the hundreds. Or, yeah, yeah, one of the hundreds. <laughs> yeah, sixty-four hundred, seventy-two hundred, whatever, whatever it takes. Back in the day of the really well-named Apple products, not that they now they have different problems. <laughs> They've kind of aired on the other side. Yeah, really. Yeah. We have awesome. no names for our products. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I remember my friend had a power computing one hundred or something like that, uh, and it was not the most reliable computer I've ever seen. Yeah, that uh yeah. you know that Tanzania motherboard was pretty cool. <laughs> you know, it all goes back to the AIM partnership. Mhm. And yeah. um before that, what was it? Taligent Pink. Yeah. I mean, all yeah. those were yeah. big ambitious product, projects and you know, we the company I worked at, we had like NT35 running on PowerPC. And it was like, oh, here we go. Now, now that's it. Apple's going to own everything. And, well, it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, you really shouldn't have put all that money down on that. That, that, was, that was a bad move. We kept thinking everything that happened in the 90s was going to oh was going to turn that around. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember salivating. Oh, here comes E-World. Apple's going to take over. I now. remember Copeland. salivating over the Copeland interface like pictures that got leaked oh, out yeah. i just oh remember that thinking like that would that would be the day with that crazy dark theme yep that made no sense mm-hmm. the kids party yeah. theme or whatever yes yeah oh the 90s that was a wild west of computing oh my gosh yeah i still have this um issue of Macworld magazine you know from about 96 97 talking about the future of the mac and you know like everything it, it it was kind of, it was heavily influenced by the 20th anniversary mac where you know there were like umbilicals you know big cords yeah. that did everything you know super adapters <laughs> if you will but yeah very very soft frog design designs oh right yeah yeah i remember a frog an issue that had the frog des- yeah i think that i might have remember that same issue albert with the frog design like mock-ups mm-hmm. and, like crazy yeah. like rounded mm. corners and everything yep oh man that was yeah because clearly yeah <laughs> instead of instead of getting playboy as a teenager you just got that MacWorld <laughs> centerfold they're like oh look at that computer well i mean MacWorld actually had articles <laughs> Oh, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anywho, you, you so, can cut that, right? That, no, I can't. I, mean, I keep everything. <laughs> no, I cut anything. No, the sick burns. All the sick burns stay the in. The sick burns stay in. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's the burn ward. <laughs> he'll just he'll put a sound effect after it. Ding. Guys, I need you to hold your thoughts for just one second because I'm getting. Getting a little noise over my over my headphones here. It sounds kind of like Lex. Uh, hold on, let's uh, let me patch him in. Hey guys, you mind if I interrupt for a second? <laughs> if uh, the holidays are fast approaching, and here is one way you can order gifts for everyone on your list with a click of a mouse. It is a perfect gift, and it lets you avoid malls, lines, and crowds. And it is delicious. All right, uh, and it's this is our friends at Omaha Steaks. They've been on the show before. They sent me another case of incredible meats, um, like delicious burgers and steaks and sausages and uh, fries. And it's like it is all so good. We've grilled it. We've smoked it. We've done a ton. 
If you're looking for the perfect gift, let me tell you about Omaha Steaks and how for only $49.99, you can get the family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter our code REBOUND in the search bar. It's 77% off. That's not me getting it wrong. Uh, they have unique gifts for gourmet food lovers, a great steak experience at home, the most flavorful tend aged beef, plus seafood, poultry, pork, veal, lamb, veggies, desserts, appetizers, pasta, soups, seasoning, sauces, and so much more. Right now, Omaha Steaks is giving an exclusive savings just to our listeners. Listen to everything that you'll get for less than $50. Two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, a 12-ounce package of all-beef meatballs, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha Steaks seasoning packet, plus you get four additional kielbasa sausages free. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter our code REBOUND in the search bar, add the family gift pack to your cart, and get a 77% savings. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit. OmahaSteaks.com rebound in the search bar. Thanks to Omaha Steaks for their support of the rebound. Wow, you, you can't keep that guy away. He's he's always around. Thanks, Lex. So, you, I, I guess I, I am curious to know if Apple is still in the pro market, whether that's the thing they're going to keep emphasizing. Well, I haven't looked at this in a long time, but I mean, what is the competition like in the pro market? It seemed for a long time that the pro machines were really dominated by, you know, build your own and like cluster farmers, processor clusters and um, game machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there... I don't know. I guess it depends what you're doing, right? Like, because obviously gaming is a big segment and you have companies like Razer um, mm-hmm. doing stuff in that area. But I guess I don't know if you're a creative professional not working on a Mac. I'm not sure. Are you just working on some like some generic PC of some variety? Yeah, like particularly for desktop stuff. I mean, I haven't looked at a desktop PC in forever. Um, I now it seems like everybody's talking about that Surface Studio thing, um, which you know might move the professional artistry needle a bit. Um, but I don't know. I mean, at three thousand bucks, it's not gonna. It's not really gonna change the landscape too much but and play and then I mean, the problem is once that you, was the once argument you, against once you, apple back about 10 years ago yeah yeah and once you get that thing you still have to run windows on it <laughs> yeah that's that, that is the downside <laughs> that's, the, that's the real problem so well, i guess and i get i really guess it depends on the kind of professions you're talking about right like if you're a developer or something your needs might be a little different than if you're a you know, graphic artist of some variety. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's so that's like the question, like how is Apple, I mean, you have to have a Mac to develop, you know, if they only care about iOS now, you have to have a Mac to develop for iOS. Mm. So if you're, they're not shipping any Mac pros anymore, they just expect people to, I mean, in, in you haven't shipped an iMac this year. What is, what really is going on? <laughs> Where do they think people are going to develop their, applications for their their favored platform i mean i guess the you know people just keep using whatever they've been using right like that's the problem is that like maybe they're selling a lot of macbook pros but you're probably getting a lot of people who just aren't upgrading (laughs) (laughs) right 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 right, exactly (laughs) i don't want to go down to 16 gigabytes yeah Yeah, there's some i think i'll upgrade my mac pro oh right (laughs) And I mean, my iMac from 2011 has more than 16 gigs of RAM right now. Yeah, wow. I, I just 
Yeah, look at this guy. Yeah, that's me. Is there <laughs> is there an aftermarket upgrade market? I mean, the the processors are no longer on daughter cards, right? They're getting all of their right. chipsets from Intel. Yeah, you can't for do those, right? Yeah, I don't think yeah. you can really. I, I imagine that takes can, sort of major surgery. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can do the the twenty seven inch iMac lets you upgrade RAM. Sure. Um, the twenty one inch, it's, it's everything is soldered on. I think you can actually. There's like a incredibly complicated procedure to upgrade the hard drive, but you can't do anything with the RAM. Um, and I think it's the same, which is another thing because you know now that I'm looking for a new iMac, I get on and and you got to go up to like seventeen hundred bucks before you get. Uh, a, one with a decent processor and enough RAM and um, uh, a drive that's not a spinning drive. Right. So it's like, man. <laughs> yeah. This, Boy, I wish these were cheaper. <laughs> yeah, the more we talk about this, the more I'm upset. <laughs> the more I'm just, yeah, <laughs> I'm worried. For... <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where we talk about the frightening future without Macintosh. <laughs> even if you didn't change the case it just seems like there's things that you could do to improve them that are not that complicated like getting rid of the spinning hard drives for instance right right well which that i would... mean which seems like you know obviously they've done that basically across the board they're, they're still making that trade-off right they've done that across the board on the on the laptop side right yes. you don't buy a, a laptop with a spinning disc anymore and so right. they, they're willing to make the trade-off and say hey if you want way more storage for cheaper you can still buy a desktop except that like you know without a that that's the, the, what's sort of at the root of the people's complaint with the macbook pro is that they people wanted to see that trade-off with the macbook pro versus like the macbook slash macbook air they want to be like oh give mm-hmm. us a much heavier you know machine but that is more powerful because that's the trade-off we want to make whereas apple views that i think as the the realm of the desktop um which is a a disconnect i feel like between it and at least some of its customers oh yeah definitely i mean it seems like the people that we know who do development would like to have a thick heavy processor laptop with lots of ram and good portable vcr just yeah. giggle, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> chunky form factor. Right. <laughs> it looks like a, a Mac portal, yeah, a military portable with a retina, with a retina screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can run over it with a Humvee. <laughs> it's retina. You just have to get really, really far away. <laughs> Fifty feet. Can't see those pixels, man. Let me tell you. But they just, I guess they, they, they're in the. Who knows? I mean, it like, looks like they're just looking at um, larger markets than that now. Obviously, that's not that's like clearly not a priority. No, it clearly isn't. I mean, it's always hard to get an idea of what the actual breakdown of sort of professional usage is, right? Because obviously, many of us are in a, uh, a you know a bubble where we talk to a lot of other developers and professionals. So yeah. it always seems right. like mm-hmm. when we're talking, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. everybody is pissed off about this, right? But <laughs> right. these people, including yeah. us, only make up a very, very small fraction yeah. of Apple's customers. Right. I do think, right. I do think there's a lot of parallels between the pro users and developers of today and really the enterprise, um, Mac enterprise people of like, seven years ago because it mm-hmm. seemed like mac os 10 server was just barely getting any attention you know the xserve the xserve and yeah. the xserve raid were kind of on the bubble and hadn't been updated in long long time long periods um 
you know, it's, <laughs> it's, and then you have Steve famously saying that, you know, at some enterprise conference that Apple's not an enterprise company, you know, so <laughs> enterprise, he goes, enterprise users, they get a computer and take all the fun away from it. Because <laughs> 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 why would we want to do that? Which fair, fair criticism. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it feels like that there's just the pro market is so small that, you know, at the scale that operate that Apple operates under right now, I imagine it's pretty spendy for them to, you know, pump out a quarter million machines a year, you know, to have the manufacturing facilities, the R and D and everything to support uh, a line of business that, you know, is going to sell less than a million a year. And they're pumping out how many iPhones a day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, pro right. developer friends. I, I think the R and D especially is a good point. Like the amount of time you need to spend developing those products is, is pretty expensive. Uh, and it, I guess the, the returns are probably pretty low. Uh, let's just take a quick break here. Uh, so we can tell you about another one of our sponsors today's it's our good friends. Once again, at Harry's, you know, Harry's, they make those fantastic razors and all the accoutrements you need for shaving. I've spent some time with some uh, razors and, and products from Harry's, and I have to say I enjoy quite a few of them, including especially my personal favorite, the uh, that aftershave lotion that you put on. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's good. It, it's very moisturizing. It feels very refreshing, and it smells great. And, I, you it know, smells. I feel like I'm not a, I'm not a person who is very uh, conscious of, like— uh, uh, that kind of aroma type thing. I like. I don't. I don't wear cologne or anything like well, that. Well, I am, Dan. Well, I know you are, you, John. It's delightful. And the 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 aftershave stuff, as well as the face scrub. No, oh, hmm. I don't scrub it's this all face. Great. Well, maybe I yeah. should. Maybe I should. <laughs> We've been meaning to talk to you about that. Uh, and in addition, uh, Harry's offers a great value for your price. You know, those big razor companies uh, keep putting out more and more expensive razors. They keep raising their prices. And, and Harry's, they don't do that. That's not how they roll. They made great razors. They made them even better than, the, than what you can get for those expensive drugstore prices. And they keep their prices exactly the same. Uh, and they keep improving them. And they're, they're not going to you know, charge you through the nose for that because that is an expensive way to pay for razors through the nose. Uh, they now have these five-blade razors, which include a softer flex hinge with a more comfortable glide, a trimmer blade for those hard-to-reach places like, uh, like the, the jawline there, textured handle for more control when it's wet, and a lubricating strip. It's still just $2 per blade compared to the $4 or more you'd pay, pay down at the pharmacy. Uh, and you know how they produce these high-quality razors? John, well, let me tell you, they take the Apple approach. They own the factory in Germany where they make the blades, and that means what? they can sell them online for just half the price. That's right. Nice. Well, we've got a special offer offer for listeners, our listeners, you guys. Bring it in close. We're going to talk about this. Just keep it down a little bit. <laughs> Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades that they'll send you their popular free trial set, which comes with a razor, five-blade cartridge, and shaving gel. And it's free when you sign up for a shave plan. All you pay is the shipping. Plus, there's a special offer for you guys. Enter the code REBOUND at checkout to get a post-shave balm. See, every time Lex says it, I heard post-shave balm. It's a balm. <laughs> Let's be clear. It's a balm. And it's added to your order for free when you enter code REBOUND at checkout. So go to harrys.com right now. Enter code REBOUND at checkout to claim your free trial set and post-shave balm. I'm going to keep saying that L because it's Man. important. harrys.com. 
code rebound. Thank you so much to Harry's for sponsoring this week's episode of the rebound. I can't believe you. <laughs> I can't believe you. Uh, I, you went against uh, Lex's reading. There. I didn't That's, mean uh, to uh, drop the bomb, guys. Oh, that was not my intent. Drop oh, the bomb oh, on me. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. The show is balming. Oh, goodness. Yeah, drop the goodness. bomb on me, baby. <laughs> Uh, what uh, else is going guest, on this Steve week? Anything Ballmer. Sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call him Balmer. He just he's, he likes to use the balm. A lot of people saying Tim Cook is the new Steve Balmer. Oh, what? Oh, what? How about that, huh? Come you guys want to talk about that? No, come that on terrible. now. That's... He does repeat things a lot, though. Like De- like developers, developers, yeah, developers. developers. No. <laughs> that's not a fair. I don't think that's a fair equation. Oh, I, I heard there was an there was an interview with Steve Ballmer the other week where they talked about him trying like he talked about his experiences coming in after Bill stepped back and said that he really he had a hard time with some of the stuff in there like you know and like like figuring out how to deal with Bill as like the chairman rather than just the the like CEO. Um, it was kind of interesting. Yeah, he said they butted heads a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, dis- they had some disagreements or something. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. They seem like they have very different personalities and very different, yeah, uh, priorities for a lot of things. But Balmer was was a was sales, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, as opposed to, I mean, Cook was operations. Well, wait a minute. Was Balmer Balmer was did he come on as sales or did he come on as like operations and or legal or something like that? He was a business manager, according <laughs> <was> to <laughs> according to Wikipedia. Yeah, he you. was the Microsoft's thirtieth employee, the first business manager hired by Gates. Okay, so and he also owned a uh, big chunk. He owned eight percent of the company when it was incorporated in eighty one. Eight percent, but he did include eight eight, just an eight eight eight. Um, however, he did head several Microsoft divisions, including operations, operating systems development, and sales and support. So he kind of did everything, aside from, like, I guess even with operating systems development, he probably, I mean, not like he was writing code, but he was doing something technical there. Or project manager I mean, it's like, what did they really do in the, like, 10-year period after uh, XP shipped that was, that you really remember? Well, that was Microsoft? like the, like until Xbox until 360. Nadella, yeah. yeah, okay, so the Xbox. That's a big one. I mean, they had the yeah. whole entertainment division there. Um, they acquired Skype, which has been rock solid ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really count that. I mean, it's just bulletproof. Um, what, did they, what did they ship that was really decent? I mean, <laughs> I mean, they were a software company, right? They weren't, aside from like the Xbox division, they weren't really focusing on... It felt like all the products they were focusing on were software. I mean, Office did pretty respectably, I feel like, in that period. Yeah, I mean, but they... But I feel like there was a bunch of phones. Yeah, yeah let's, not talk, terrible let's phones. not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk... What, 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 Dan suddenly turned into a Microsoft apologist. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to. Phones. I don't want to talk about phones. I don't want to phone. talk about Windows I don't want to talk about phone stuff. I don't even have an Xbox. <laughs> I have two. I have a 360 and an Xbox One. See, so I, I think guess you're I what's Microsoft wrong with the show. world today. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people tell me that. Yeah, I had it. Yeah, I had it. Like I had a thing for a while where I was like, I'm not buying an Xbox. That's you know, Microsoft. Blah, blah, blah. And then, and then you know, and then you grew as up the, as the as the 2000s progressed. It was like now nah, I'm gonna. 
Yeah, I still can't cross that line. What does it matter at this point? Well, I know other people who won't. Like uh, John Syracuse refuses to touch anything Microsoft related. I'm, I'm just... with John. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. It's guys. Let's hmm. let's stop holding on to old grudges. Let's bring it in. Let's it's hug, not an old let's hug grudge. it out. That's... It's a it's, it's a, a way of life. It's a brand still, new one. Still fresh. <laughs> it's a way of life. Okay. Uh, all, right. all right. Well. All right then. And I'm better for it. Right. I've never had to use Linux, and uh, <laughs> I've always stuck with the Mac. <laughs> it is the year of Linux on the desktop. I'm going to say that. I'm just going to say that every time it comes up. <laughs> Linux on the box top. Someday every year is the year of Linux on the desktop. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you, you cut out enough of your serial box tops, they give you a Linux machine. Mm-hmm. You get a free. You get a free uh, download. <laughs> Linux on the muffin top. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most delicious distribution of Linux. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the, uh, every once in a while there's a nice, you can see, like, the razors are nice, and some of the, and actually I would say that these, the machines that Microsoft is making now are kind of nice looking, but again, every time you, you start using one, it's, it's Windows, and. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I here cannot, to defend Windows. I honestly, like, okay. having develop i like i used to support it back when i worked in it and it was kind of an, a nightmare then but like everything was kind of predictably bad <laughs> um mm-hmm. and i it's funny whenever i sit down like whenever anybody asks me to look at a windows machine now because they have a problem it's like, i i just don't know how to do anything on them like yeah. it, it's changed enough in the yeah, last like 10 different. 15 years that it's like i don't i don't understand how this is what this is even anymore <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i used the windows 10 machine recently and it had a touch screen and you know the laptop with the touch screen and really it just felt like it was neither animal nor vegetable nor mineral it didn't know what it <laughs> wanted to do you know every now and again the yeah we software keyboard. dan and i had this argument this argument last week oh let's not let's not start fighting again john <laughs> it's been going so well this week dan seems to think it would be oh, really okay. easy I'm for just, apple i'm just gonna go <laughs> <laughs> bleep bloop <laughs> i was going- no i mean yeah but that's another that's an argument about the the current state of the mac is a lot of people think you know why don't why doesn't apple just switch and start doing uh all touch screen macs instead of this half-assing it with this touch bar but um i i think there are i think there are genuine problems that are presented when you just slap a touch interface on a touch screen on an interface that's not designed for that. Yeah. Well, the again, the user interactions were just weird. There are times where I'm on my laptop and I do swipe on the screen to like move over to, you know, the next tab or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'll catch myself doing that. Um Yeah. But it's not well, <laughs> Well, I'm doing it right yeah. now. <laughs> Why isn't this working? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's Tim Cook. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it is all Tim Cook. I, I, you know, John, I agree with you that I don't think they should just like slap it together. I guess I feel like maybe they could do something interesting with it, but I concede your point that it would take some work. Well, then now I'm out. <laughs> I've had a lot of time this week to Having... think about what I've done wrong. <laughs> Having won that, I will now return to the sea from whence I came. <laughs> Not fast enough. Um, 
Have you guys seen a rumor that they are the Apple may add another color option to these iPhone 7 and iPhone 7 Plus? And that color, that color option is? A very exciting new color option, which I guess... Um, I like that the <laughs> I like that the only place I'm seeing this reported, I think it originally came from one of the Japanese uh, Mac sites, uh, Mac Otokara. I, John can tell me I'm pronouncing that wrong. That's close enough. Oh, thanks. Um, and I like <laughs> that the uh, Mac Rumors report on it calls it Jet White, which <laughs> shows a lack of understanding of how that works. <laughs> huh, but like a, like, a, like a white finish that's like the same like crazy micro-blasted version as the Jet Black, I think, is the idea. Hmm, interesting. Seems po- I mean, it seems possible in that they, I mean, you know, iPods were yeah. white forever. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been, and there have been white one, white iPhones as well. Right, so. right, right. And now we're back around to, it's like, not. the metallic finishes. But I, I, I find it totally plausible that they would release a sort of yeah. shiny white phone. Yeah. I can see that. It, Albert's had a little trouble. Albert wanted to get an iPhone 7. Yep. Still haven't got it. And couldn't. Did you order yeah, one or you yeah. just... No, I ordered one. So I went, this is this brings up, yeah. Go ahead, you tell your story. Yeah, in a nutshell, I uh, area man goes to the Apple store to get a new Apple uh, Apple <laughs> iPhone and doesn't get an Apple iPhone. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. it wasn't one of those times where they gave you like a box with a brick in it, right? Like <laughs> those are the worst stories. Well, there were two sand dollars in there too, so it made it kind of special. <laughs> oh, oh, well, okay, there you go. <laughs> No, um, but the reason the reason was somebody jacked your serial yeah, number, right? Apparently, some Apple Care person um, like fat fingered the serial number, and it just so happened to be my serial number on my phone. So that effectively voided Apple Care on my phone, which avoided oh. which voided the Apple upgrade program, and it took them a day to sort out. Now the store manager and the the sales rep were really gracious, really great about it, you know, and they were, I was first grousing because when you go in, you learn that it's a brand new credit inquiry to upgrade. It's not just an automatic kind of thing, which yeah. pissed me mm-hmm. off. Not, not necessarily <laughs> that I'm worried, but it's like, I don't want another, you know, inquiry on my, on my credit report for, for this, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. My wife was mad about that too, and I don't know if she got that from you or not because we went to the store on the same day. <laughs> there was a lot coming I knew with that, me that day. I, I knew that it was a new, I knew that it was a new uh, credit check because I had to have that done as well when I went into upgrade. But I guess I didn't really think about the uh, potentially negative impact of that. But it's a good point. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm hoping that process gets simplified as like in the next year or two. Yeah, it, of, yeah, it just seemed like a lot of hassle for no good reason, and, and especially because it wasn't it wasn't billed as a as a uh a an annoying process it was like supposed to be the seamless upgrade process right um yeah so that was the first thing and then and then to find out the serial number was all borked um you know was the second thing and and i'm at the mall you know so nothing's going right that day (laughs) and then the molses are there <laughs> oh, and they're God. getting their stuff, and I'm worse. not. All three of them. Oh, John's God. got an iPhone it's SE, terrible. and he's just laughing um, at but everybody. The, yeah, but apparently they have a problem with the serial number thing because when we took Hankin to get a screen fixed back over the summer, they they now run this process to examine your serial number to make sure it's a valid serial mm-hmm. number because there's some somebody somewhere is doing something like that. 
that takes those serial numbers. I'm guessing it's a gray um, market and applies thing. them and applies them to stolen phones. Hmm. Yeah, I bet you it's a gray market so, thing where somebody yeah. has yeah, access to Apple authorized parts and is just using fake serial number to order parts. And you know, you can order effectively a whole phone as a part, as a replacement part. Yeah, it's something like that. I didn't. I couldn't get the full like. I, I'm not. I wasn't sure if the genius wasn't didn't want to tell me or. Wasn't Anyways, com- did not get my new iPhone. <laughs> um, the uh, store manager called, you know, the following Monday and says, "Hey, we still got your phone here." And you know, I was like, you know, I just I've been really busy and I don't have the will or the want to go to the mall <laughs> anytime soon. So I still haven't picked up my phone. And I kind of wanted the jet black, you know, and I don't think those are available just yet, but I haven't checked in a while. The other yeah. thing going back to adapters is, you know, the lightning cable and, you know, I use square on the weekends and it'd be one thing if those dongles had a nice stiff, thick wire, you know, mm. um, or something, but you know, it's as thin as the headphone uh, cable and that with a square adapter at the end of it, it's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You use, you use square as a vendor. You mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And they do have a, they do have a new, the square has a new one, right? They have a wireless one now too. Well, right? yeah, it's the wireless reader, but that only works for the chip cards. You can't swipe with those. And mm, you know, it's, mm. it takes a little bit longer. And to be honest with you, like time matters, you know, just sure. getting through, you know, getting, getting people. That's why you don't want to go to the mall, man. I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad we brought it all the way back around to adapters. That, that feels, I feel like legit. <laughs> <laughs> we circled back. We, we, circled. we squared the circle. We uh, took an adapter. We plugged it into another adapter. We plugged into a third adapter and plugged that third adapter <laughs> into the first adapter. And then back, back into the phone. Yeah. Room. And then, and then the, it opened a portal. <laughs> to the deepest reaches of adapter hell. You know, and that's um, that's where we all that's where we all live now. Um right before the iPhone 7 launch, I think Gruber posted a link to a page that had all of Apple's adapters and there's like 25 different av- adapters available. Um yeah, like the TTY adapter is mm-hmm. was on there and stuff and um but it, you know, it was the, the, it, it was definitely highlighted as a negative. Like Apple's got an adapter problem. You know, they're they're rushing too fast into the future and stuff. Um, but I couldn't help but look at that. You know, there's adapter for Ethernet. There's adapters for for um, for drives for video for you name it. And I just couldn't help but think that you know Apple's um, port people and. <laughs> And, you know, the software driver people are just, they, they're on it. You know, they're, they're writing these things. They have to engineer these, um, the, the ports, the adapters, and all that other stuff. And it's like there's nothing you can't connect to a Mac. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah. Like, a, there's like a no port left behind yeah. kind of mandate or something. <laughs> <laughs> you want to connect your external SCSI drive from yeah. 1995? We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, yeah. I mean, as bad as it as bad as it is having a whole bunch of adapters, it's way better than it was, you know, before oh, before sure. Steve Jobs came back, and you couldn't connect anything to your Mac well, was like that wasn't n- like specifically designed for it. <laughs> new bus <Yeah>. and SCSI. <laughs> mm, mm, that's what I want. 
I was amazed at all the peripherals for PCs and go, man, I I, wonder what that would be like. (laughs) I was amazed to talk to a family friend not long ago who said she was trying to retrieve data off a zip disk and (laughs) was even more amazed to hear that somehow she had acquired, I guess you can buy a zip drive with the USB zip drive. Oh, yeah. And I was, oh my God, man, I was just, I was just like amazed to hear that that was a possibility they were one of the first uh uh, first peripheral the usb peripherals available for the imac back when it debuted i mean i have sitting right next to me at this desk i have my g3 tower which has an internal zip drive (laughs) did you buy it from (laughs) malts i took i took this like i'd sell like i'd sell that i i just stole it it's part of his house there's a big hole in his wall now Sorry, don't go to your kitchen, John. (laughs) No. Man, it's not cheap to get a USB zip drive. 175 bucks or 155. Wow. Come on. Oh, you you must have some data you really want to get off a zip disk. See, and God. there you go. Like a like a SCSI to USB adapter is what <laughs> fifteen bucks or something. Yeah, really. Yeah, you just gotta watch out for like guess at the ID number and not get any conflict. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're not screwing around on that one. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh my God. ID numbers. That'll 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 give you nightmares. You're old, Dan. <laughs> Dave. I am old. <laughs> so true. So true.